I feel like we've both been off the energy drinks a little bit. You more than me. Yeah. I've snuck them in. I so well, I've been buying them from Sheets. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> That's where I get my ghost. He's now. uh, you're like under undercutting Sponsored me. <laughs> Sponsor, yeah, because I've been keeping my caffeine take intake a lot lower actually. Because I think we've talked about it in the past, but uh, not doing pre workout really in the morning. Extremely rare now. Just been doing coffee. And at first, you feel like you don't you don't have it as much, but a lot of it's placebo. So once yeah. you get used to it. So I've been enjoying getting back into that because I am a huge fan of just specialty coffee and brewing it. It takes a little bit more time, obviously, than just popping in a scoop, but <coughs> it's been pretty good. And uh, because of that, though, I give myself a little bit more of like a leadway with caffeine later in the day. So I either brew another cup or what I often do is just kind of grab a drink um, like four or five days out of the week. So I'd like to get that lower. But I tell you, dude, three, four o'clock rolls around and I either kind of kick dirt for like the last two hours a little bit like i'll get work done but probably like 60 percent speed or <coughs> i can turn turn up to that second gear yeah. power through the day you know there's what a I mean? tipping point too for yeah. me it's like all right it's three o'clock or some day some days it's like 1 30 like yeah like yeah there is a point where you're and like it's like i can go down two directions it's yeah. a, a, or, a or b path yeah. are we gonna hit the nitrous yeah. or are we just gonna yeah. keep it on cruise control yeah are we hitting the freeway <laughs> are we taking you were taking the easy route you or know, some days i'm just route. like you know what? i'm gonna pull it over and park and yeah <laughs> and I'm done yeah for the day. <laughs> some, yeah sometimes it's like this like fuck it yeah. going home damn yeah well uh we're back y'all this is the all or nothing show people were missing us yeah that's what i hear which i do like you know it feels good to get messages like that i forgot the guy's name that sent me a message i don't I, he follows I both think of it was us. like Mike, but it also had no profile picture, yeah. which is usually like, are you a Russian bot? You yeah. Know? But he specifically real. reached yeah. out, and he commented on like a thing in yeah. the past. But anyways, it's cool to actually see that because it's like, damn. People well, it's like I told you. Uh, it's like we don't have a big fan base, yeah. even though we've done 100 episodes now at this point, which yeah. is kind of strange. But we do have, I feel like, some consistent people, especially at the gym. I like listening to like Chandra come up or Trey or these <coughs> different people, and they'll be like, hey, yeah. you know, whatever you talked exactly. about. And it's, you know. We would just shoot the shit anyway, and obviously this podcast doesn't bring in a bunch of revenue no. or any. No. But <laughs> but but it's fun to just have some conversations, and then also you know have have other people close to you, uh, close to us like chime in things like Hell that. Hell yeah, so dude! It's a good time. I love it. Yeah. Which speaking of which, uh, this show sponsored by Jim Flow. Yeah, as always. Pump just dropped. It's been <laughs> d- going great. People have been d- eating the fuck up. Of bye sour bye bye. Punch. All right, now back to the show. Yeah. Uh, but that's been good. It's been good. Pump release. Yeah. Yeah. So in the meantime, a couple <coughs> things. I had notes for like, I think like two weeks ago mm-hmm. that I was going to talk about the show. So I'll bring them up now. I'll kick it off with a funny one. What, what's up? What you, so what you got? Maddie showed me this or told me about this or some reel she saw. She asked me about it. And <laughs> I thought it was the dumbest shit I'd ever heard. So apparently, I think it's a guy spouting this. He was like saying, are you one of two things for peeing? And, they, he believes one is much more efficient. So he's <laughs> asking dudes this. Do you, yeah, at, when you pee, when you're done, do you like tap and flick it, or do you like pull and like hose it out? <laughs> oh, like toothpaste. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. No, dude, no one fucking and does that. And I don't that. just tap no, it. Dude, I mean, flick I, I it. Flick you kind of like flick it. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, but I told Maddie, I was like, <laughs> dude, I was like, nobody is hosing out their dick to get the last drop. Everyone's just tapping, flicking, and if you have a few drops in your underwear, your shorts, no one cares. No. But no one's out there just fucking hosing out so, their shit. <laughs> there's been plenty of times, though, where I've tapped, and I'm done, Yeah, but you I think pull it back done. in, you and that shit's fucking leaking. Well, it's sometimes, like, fuck is sometimes if you're like me, and you flip it out the waistband, the waistband puts oh, a little puts bit of pressure, pressure. No, so you go so, over the top rope. Yeah. I go through the wormhole. Well, a lot of my shorts, don't, they have a fake fly. Okay. So that's why. Yeah. You if pull, I have a fly, you I go through. you pull your balls out, too? <laughs> Do you put the balls in the condom? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just visual visualize that now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I You're feel that out guy the that condom. fucking just drops his drawers to the fucking ground, <laughs> ass cheeks out, <laughs> like a four year old. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But fucking no. So uh, I'm a tap. To two, two or three. Like I, a pop, pop, I pop. bet money, ninety five percent of guys are. Tap flick, you know. Never, I've never Dude, seen. No, well, I, I don't look. Well, but the thing is, maybe I'm not long enough to have that problem. If the, if the thing's <laughs> long enough, you got a long enough hose, you do have to stretch it out a little bit. You know? May, maybe we just outed ourselves. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're like, oh, these guys don't pull out. Oh, they don't pull it. Yeah, they're flicking. They must be. They must have a little, little stubby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the short nose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're a guy, comment or uh, shoot us a DM. Let us know which you are. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was. What did Maddie think you did? She didn't know, but she, but she just asked as if it was a fifty-fifty thing. I was like, nobody does that. Nobody. Yeah. I don't. Well, I never heard. That. Getting back to what I a statement I made earlier. If the option is there, are you over the top rope or are you through the wormhole? If, oh, the, if, option's if the option's there, I'm through the fly. It's what it's gotcha. for. Yeah. yeah. But I still know people that dodge the fly and pull over Dude, the top. Dude, funny look, side note, it was very brief when I was like young as shit. You ever done but the, there was under the pant leg? Short <laughs> leg? I thought you meant through like oh, the short no. leg. Like, <laughs> I, oh, like, yeah, pull I, ain't got, I ain't got the foot long. Oh, no, but I mean, you pull it oh, up a little pull ways. The, yeah, you pull it okay, up a little ways. Okay, yeah. I and, mean... <laughs> You gotta. My, my shit ain't down to my knees either. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> All right. What I was saying was, from like six years old to like nine, I almost I forgot how to use a fly. Like I knew it was there, but I was like, for, I don't know. I just rem- I remember having this situation. Where I was like, I don't even remember how to like, you know, use it. But then it like it cl- it clicked back when I was like nine. I was like, oh, it's like pull here, open it up, then let your dicky do go. Yeah. I I did. Speaking of this, I had a thought about it because I just I had I have a pair of briefs with the fake fly in it too. Yeah, which I think is retarded. Just don't even put a fly there. It is pretty stupid for I briefs. D- for briefs, yes. Yeah, I was gonna don't say don't briefs, even put yeah. a fake fly there. Yeah, it's a pair of briefs. And uh, so I was like, man, when they made the first pair of briefs or underwear, whitey tighties, whatever. How was it a man that created it or was it a woman? Because most likely women were making fabrics back in the day, and they were like, yeah. oh. If we put it like this, the dick's just going to slide through. Well, dude, you know they got something new now. They got the what? It's a vertical fly. Hold on. I thought up it was up and a, over? I don't know. I need to look it up. I thought Pull it, it up was on YouTube. Y- yeah, I do need a YouTube. <laughs> it's a new uh one from like Tommy John or something like that. I saw it on a commercial and I thought I was like, "Wait a minute. Did they put a pocket on the front of your dick for like a credit card?" Hold like, on. That makes no sense. And what then Maddie about, said, "No, it's okay. a what about uh, like a tap door where you just tap it, flops down? I mean, it's like the ass. Oh, like a, ass like hut. a latch. Yeah, like a latch. It just flops out. Um, I don't know about that, but see, see how that's in the front. I don't know how that would be better. Uh, it does. That'd put a big kink in the thing, you know? Yeah. Like what if? What if? It, what if you like? Uh, your finger slipped and it just like <laughs> fucking your dick went flying oh, up. You yeah. know? Yeah, they you don't have a, a big so kink in it. Not that I'm looking to look at dicks, but they don't have a demonstration yeah. of like how it works. You know, but I just feel like that's too. I don't well, know. What's, is that a hole right there in the middle? No, it's just oh. a crease. But yeah, I don't know. They don't have a, a description of how it works. I don't know, dude. But mm. essentially, for those listening, like r- probably at most two inches, maybe an inch and a half from like the waistband. Yeah, there is like a across a, uh, a seam Ho- across, kind of like a pocket horizontally, horizontally <laughs> like a pocket, and somehow your junk is supposed to, I guess. There's an internal fly and it goes through there, but it, it doesn't seem functional. Maybe that's where the girls are supposed to slide in those dollar dollar bills. That's what I was thinking. For the show. I need to get off this underwear website. This one dude looked like he had a camel toe. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. you never know these. It things. happens. Sometimes. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called a moose knuckle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else you got? Well, I don't even know if it's really worth talking that much, but we did announce we're moving to Colorado. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was a thing. Um, I don't really want to expand on it too much because I don't really, you know, want to just talk about B or know what people are wondering. But well, I guess, like, clarify, is the gym, you selling the gym? Yeah, so I know all that. No, the gym is not, because Maddie did get a lot of questions that were kind of like, I, co- I don't want to call them stupid, but they were a little repetitive, especially concerning, like, here's, here's so my People thing. don't have a, like, have an idea of how you can run a business. Well, that, no, but here's what grinds my gears, is when people ask questions, that they didn't take five minutes to look up themselves. For example, if I'm like, if I'm just, a, maybe I'm a member, maybe I'm just a regular Joe, I'm like, man, that's crazy. Maybe I should go see on their Instagram if they've posted about this. That seems pretty important, right? That we would I post about would. it. So you go to the Instagram, you're like, oh, important message. Click on that. There's a whole description and letter explaining not only why we're doing it, but also uh, how the gym's going to operate if we're selling it or not, all that kind of stuff. So all the exam- all the information is there, and the, and the members got emailed that morning up as well. But anyway, fast forward to the questions that are still there. Fair enough. 
No, we're not selling it. Uh, we're still retaining complete ownership. That was another question. Um, essentially, you're going to be kind of like managing it uh, for us. Yeah, with people, people have called me the guy already. I, yeah. I don't know if I want to be the guy. Do I have to transfer the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the plate the from the, the door? Plate. <laughs> yeah. Like night me. Yeah, you're now dude guy the dude or guy, guy dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Austin will actually be kind of like our hands-on, <coughs> eyes-on-the-ship type deal. Um, I'll choke a motherfucker out. Yeah, he'll choke a motherfucker out. Um, he subleases here, so he has a uh, good reason to keep the gym running and yeah. and, and profitable. Um, so he's going down with the ship. Uh, but yeah, so Austin will be the guy who knows the gym, knows the members here all the time. So it just made perfect sense rather than hiring someone outside. Uh, we also have a close um, a member that's close to us that you know I, I really trust his discipline and responsibility to kind of manage some of the janitorial things that he'll help um, help do for us, and then we also have you know some some other people lurking that uh, you know will be there if need be or like you know if someone's out on vacation things like that. So just trust that uh, we have we have the gym in good hands, and as well as you know I think people forget how automated the gym already is. You know they see me every day. But people forget that they scan in to get into the building. You scan in to get into the building. Yeah, I know that was something we were joking about the other day because like, people are like, "How? So how are people going to get in?" Well, how they always get in. Yeah. Like, sure, you know, a lot of people come during staffed hours, and you know, they just walk in. But sometimes I forget to unlock the door. Sometimes I have to run out, and you know, it, it makes no difference to them. It just takes an extra two seconds. They just scan in. And I'd rather not have to see your face. <clears throat> exactly. No one wants to look at this mug. No. So, uh, you know, same thing for people to scan in, same thing for people to really work out, do anything, the bathrooms to be taken care of. We have a consistent cleaning crew that's going to come in as they did like last week. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be the same. Um, so, you know, I'm really trying to hopefully instill confidence in people that nothing is going to change. And actually things might even be like cleaner, even be better, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, trust that the gym will be kicking ass as usual, still be adding in new equipment throughout the year, all that jazz. And, uh yeah, we're looking forward to it. And again, I'd like to reiterate why the move. Manny and I have lived here our whole life, and um, as much as like we love Virginia, when you're young, it's it's a good time to try and you know take more risks, move out, do things like that. So, uh, you know, we've been eyeing Colorado since you know we've really kind of known each other. It's been like the Utah, Colorado, Midwest type area. Um, there's some some brands and different uh, athletes or influencers and just people in general that um I know that are in that area. So we already have some some connections that I'd like to uh to meet or to kind of flourish into uh, greater relationships. But so that's one thing is just some opportunity as well as just more outdoor and adventure. Virginia has some great things, but it's not it's not as mountainous. It's more you know consistent greenery and trees and things like that. Uh, and a lot of it too is just uh time for growth you know sometimes you gotta step outside of your comfort zone um and if you never really make that big purchase that big you know risk you never take it yeah. um you're kind of stuck spinning the same wheel so um it's a chance for us to almost like take a step back reevaluate some things and maybe in a few years we move back and we you know use that as a rental property um so you know who knows i just i i mean i understand it obviously because i see you i've talked to you about, talked it about it for months now yeah. and it's like this isn't something y'all just on the will, on the yeah. limb, just because from the outside, but a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they're leaving. It's like, no, I mean, this isn't like something they just yeah. woke up Monday and was like, hey, we're doing it. We're leaving. But yeah. uh, I also think people, it's it's kind of like, not upsetting. It's like, man, I wonder where their headspace is for some people that like just don't realize that if you want to do something, you can do it. I mean, just like y'all are doing, like a lot of people are like, whoa, like, I guess making it much yeah. bigger. Th- I mean, it is a big move for y'all. It but is a big it, move. Making yeah. it bigger, almost like an impossible feat that y'all yeah. are able to. It's 2022. You can run a business from literally yeah, anywhere. You anywhere. Can, you can move. You can be as fluid as you want to be. If you, as long as you have a cell phone, you can do anything you want. I, I think that's a really good point and takeaway from this is it really is. I mean, there's obstacles, but it's fairly, it's pretty simple, dude. If you want to do something, you just got to take the steps to do it. Yeah. You know, like. So I saw this reel to that point that I really liked, and it, it was basically saying, like, why do people not lose weight or do X, Y, or Z goal? It's not because we don't have enough information. We know how the body burns fat. We know how to exercise. There's infinite, you know, YouTube workouts, at-home stuff. There's a, you know, the information's there. Yeah. It's people aren't willing to do the work. 
And it's not even just to do the work for a few days. It's having that long-term vision. I think that's the bigger to thing. To do it day after day after day with no reward in sight. You might not even see the <laughs> carrot at the end of the stick. You're just believing that there is a carrot. Yeah. And eventually, you're only a few feet from the carrot. And you're like, oh, fuck, here I am. And then, you know, you can push through that finish line. But a lot of people can't even, you know, make it 10 feet. That, I mean... I, I won't say I've had that mindset before, but I've had I've been that gullible in the past when starting even gym flow. You know, I've mentioned this a few times. Like when we started, it was like, oh, we're all quitting our jobs in yeah. three to six months. We're going to be doing 250K mm-hmm. a month, you know, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, shit. No, this is the long game. You got to have some fucking grit. You know who's got the biggest balls yeah. is the people that fail and then try the same business again. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I saw someone reposted that. Uh, I didn't know this. Maybe you didn't. Bang, they tried to do that years before. Mm-mm. Yeah, they tried to do Bang years before. <laughs> but And it was branded as Bang, but, you know, different. They obviously didn't have big-titted girls and the whole vibe and the lifestyle and whatever the hell they do yeah. now. But um, they tried to release it because it's funny. A lot of people don't know it's owned <laughs> by, isn't it Redline? It's like their yeah, main Redline. company. No one, no one takes that shit. Somehow it sells. Again, you know, we could talk about that for a while. But... Uh, you know, to that point, to like Christian Guzman's gym, again, a lot of his success came from his YouTube, but still to the point, failed business, a year or two, learned from it, saved again, tried it again. You know, that takes a shit ton of grit, let alone, like yeah. we talked about, just taking those first few steps. I mean, people just love, especially, you know, with the rise of Gary Vee and even Andy Frisella and these people that, you know, we love, listen to, whatever. You know, they're instilling the confidence for people to start. And starting, you know, I don't know. People say starting is the hardest part. Do you think starting is the hardest part? I think starting no. is the easiest. easiest. <clears throat> and I think starting is the... You, you can see it around us. People start businesses left and right. Or be CEOs Yeah, left that's and what right. I was going to say. Yeah. Everyone's a CEO. Everyone's got an LLC. It's very easy to start. It's very easy. It's, it's very exciting hard to, to start. Stay it's with fun it. to start. Yeah. It's hard to stay with it. It's easy to quit too, <coughs> you know. I, that that's the thing with fitness too. You know, people don't don't you hear this a lot? People are like, oh, the f- first thing, the hardest part is the first step. Kind of is, but I don't think that's the hardest part. It's hard. It's not the hardest part. The hardest part is sticking with it over and over and yeah. over. And two weeks when you still haven't lost weight, sticking with it. You know, yeah. I was telling my client as we were talking generally about this. I think he was talking about you know his parents or or his like friends that are overweight or whatever. And we were talking about how. I, I told him basically it's pretty much impossible to eat healthy food as long as you're not consuming an insane amount of it. Eat healthy, whole foods, and train your ass off. You cannot have a shitty physique. You can't, like, look sloppy. If you do that consistently, not in, like, a day, not in a month, yeah. but if you consistently for months, if not a year, train hard, you know, multiple times a week and eat right, you can't fail that way. Yep. And I guess to reword that, because some people might nitpick it and be, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you're moving in the right direction. You can't be going, you aren't going down. Yeah, you're there. not going to look like, like Steve Cook or no. some model. But yeah, you but can't get worse. You can only, it's only up from here. Yeah, you're yeah. only improving. Yeah. <clears throat> getting better. Because some people might start off super obese. Yeah. Like that, but, yeah. You know, yeah, you, you aren't going to be going the wrong direction by any no. means. I mean, it's it pretty much is that simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same deal with, uh, you know, making a big move. When people are working a job, you know, I think a lot of people my age or, uh, you know, some of the guys we have here uh, at the gym or people that you know and we talk about, you know, they once you leave college, you get your first, like, stable job. Kind of A lot of people do, right? And it's really hard to get out of that once you're tied to the, the business insurance. You got a mortgage or you got, you know, rent you got to pay. And you're like, okay, I'm getting this guaranteed paycheck. That's really nice. Yeah. And I think it's more so these people, they get into that job, they get comfortable, they get into what's called, and I heard, I forgot who said it, Yeah. but it's called lifestyle creep, where uh. they, they start buying the car, they buy the yeah. shit, they buy the responsibilities, those payments, and they're like, oh shit, I can't quit this job because I'm, I got $10,000, I got yeah. $8,000 a month worth of payments to make for a car, a house, uh, these shoes, yeah. this and that, and it's like, fuck. I got to stay here. I can't jump ship because I've buried myself too much with, you know, because over time your lifestyle, yeah. the more money you make, the more money you spend. You've kind of like eliminated your chance of risk. Yeah. Or the re- you've I made the risk even higher. Yeah. But the reward is almost the lifestyle same. Lifestyle you know I mean? creep or something like yeah, that. Yeah. No, I like that. And I think that's a good point. And not to say that you can just immediately go from 1A to 1B, but people act like because, 
let's say, you know, for example, it might be, you know, I'm just going to use an analogy, one mile trip for me, and it's maybe three miles for you, doesn't mean you can't start the trip. You know, oh, like, yeah. for example, if you have some debt that you have to pay off that maybe I didn't accumulate, you know, and it's not my fault that I didn't accumulate that, you know what I mean? But let's say you have some debt, you've been lifestyle creeping, you bought the car or whatever. Maybe you need to take a little bit more time to pay off some student loans, pay off this or that, so then you can take that risk, you know? So you might, it might take you extra mileage, extra time, extra years. Some sacrifices. Some sacrifices to make the same jump that someone else did or make the same uh, decision that someone else did. But that's still a hell of a lot better than staying in the exact same position you are. Yeah. And it is that simple, though, as far as, you know, no one's going to quit your job for you. No one's going to start the business for you and push through it. No one's going to do whatever for you. And so it's it's up to you to make those really uncomfortable decisions to where you do have bills creeping down your neck and pressure, you know, breathing down your spine. And you just have to learn to deal with the pressure. You know, something I feel like I thought about on my run <coughs> was in high school, you know, whether it be with, you know, girls and relationships or, you know, even playing sports. I feel like I was really risk adverse, you know, like I didn't want to make the first move. I didn't want to be made fun of. I didn't I didn't want, you know, X, Y, Z to happen. But then after some years training in the gym and kind of having, you know, these failures, I learned I was like, what's the fucking worst that's going to happen? You're going to fail. Okay, you learn, you move on, you know. But if you never take a risk, you're bound, you're never going to get anywhere. You're like you're guaranteed to not have any kind of like. Yeah, if you never start, you'll never you'll never get exactly. You know, it's like I was telling Peyton when we were talking about social media, too, was I was saying, you know, if you don't post at all, you know what you're going to get. A hundred percent, you're going to get nothing from social media versus if you put time into it and post, you're not guaranteed success followers at all. But at least there's the opportunity to get it. So if you're looking at both options, option A, guaranteed zero. Option B, probably not big, but op but something small, an opportunity for, like, success or big or whatever, sponsorship, whatever you want to call it, You, why the hell would you choose the guaranteed failure, you know? Or if you're looking down the barrel of 40 years at an insurance firm that you don't like working, or you're looking at, okay, maybe a little bit risky, but life can get a little bit of adventurous, might deal with some struggles, but at least I'll be living, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people look at that. underestimate, not to say I don't want more, like, because I could probably go get a job and make more money guaranteed for sure than you what could, I do yeah. now, the hell, a hell of a lot more, because I don't make much. But I think there's a difference in, like, being happy or knowing that I'm doing it on my own terms yeah. than being unhappy, being in a forced structure of, you know, that 9 to 5 or whatever. I, I don't know, man. I think we almost, and not to say, like, we have it easy, because also we chose to be in the position we are today. Yeah. And worked for it. But I think we've been removed from working for the man for so long that we don't realize how good we've got it. Not yeah. as far as, like, no one else can do it. But, I mean, as far as, like, sometimes it's nice to step back and realize, damn, we do get to come to, you know, your own office, your own gym, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you're not checking, like, you know, you're not clocking in anywhere. Yeah. It's up to you, which is, you know, a scary thing but also an exciting thing. But it is something I forget, you know, until kind of you said it. It's like, yeah, you could easily just go and hop and get a job somewhere. But, yeah. man, I just, I just can't imagine, you know, like Maddie, for example, you know, when she's had some Fridays off. And for those who don't know, yes, we have the gym. Maddie owns it with me. But we don't pay. We basically funnel the money, the money back into the gym. So we don't, like, pay it out. Not that we couldn't. We just choose not to. Yeah. So essentially, Maddie works another job at this, uh, essentially this business that staffs corporate gyms. She makes good money doing that, so why not do that? Anyway, point is, she's still kind of working for the man in a sense right now. And, you know, when she has those Fridays off or the extra day off, you know, she's almost like dreading going back to work. And I know that feeling because I remember it. And I just couldn't imagine going back to it. And to your point, you might be sacrificing some money. Which, especially for people who have kids or a wife or a yeah. mortgage, it can be hard to make that decision. But reality is kind of what you make it. You know, it's like it's up to you to. It's up to you to change your outcome. 
I also imagine, I forgot who said this, and since I don't have kids, I don't have the perspective. Yeah. But it's like, if I was in a situation where I had a kid on the way or kids coming or something like that, yes, I'd maybe try and stay as safe as possible while going through the birthing process. Mm-hmm. But like after that, it's like, wouldn't you want to set an example for your kids that you went in yeah. on you? Like you did your dreams or you chased after them to like hopefully inspire or show them instead yeah. of being like, oh, yeah, it just wasn't cut out for me, you know. I had to do nine to five, which, you know, it's okay. It's, yeah. you know, you're, you're a parent, you're, you're paying the bills, you're getting it done. It's cool. Yeah. But like thinking for your own life and like the influence you could have on your kids or those around you, your wife, yeah. your spouse, whatever, of being like, Hey, I went in, I went all in. Yeah. There's certainly something respectable for making that sacrifice and, you know, guaranteeing your child has a great <laughs> Christmas. And although you may not be setting the example of, you know, some entrepreneur that does X, Y, Z, maybe you're saving for the kids, you know, college expenses so he can move on to create a better opportunity that's something respectable but at the same time to your point um you can always you can all you know you can do both yeah is i guess what i'm saying and yeah. you don't have to be an entrepreneur i'm saying no, like just no. getting out of what you hate doing like you're being yeah. stuck in that job and like oh man i fucking hate mondays yeah. but you know you could find something else work for somebody yeah else too many people do what they hate every day and don't take any action to change it yeah but to flip the switch What's good? I had a uh, massage. I didn't get to talk to you a ton about it. Yeah. But I had a massage two weeks ago. The three, two, three weeks ago. And I have another one actually a week from today. One of our members at the gym, um, his wife is a massage therapist, pretty close by. And uh, I kept putting it off for years. I'm like, oh, get a massage therapist, blah, blah, go consistently. I just never did it, you know. And some of it's a little bit like money, but I know I can afford it. It's just more biting the bullet on that money and knowing it's worth it and then making it a routine and taking the time to do it. So went and, uh, you know, for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know, I've been dealing with some IT band stuff on my right side. Uh, but I also, just like most people, have some tightness in my back. So I was going in there with kind of those two purposes in mind. And she kind of worked me full body, uh, which I definitely, you know, needed because as she was going through it, not only were my hips fucking jacked up, you know, like lying, you know, face down, she kind of put pressure on the side and just worked my hip. Um, and man, I was just tore up from that as well as like areas that you don't really expect, like kind of like my rear delts or into that pec as the pec feeds into the delt, um, was stupid tight too. But I'm really looking forward to making that a routine. You know, even when we move, I want to make that like a, a urgent thing to find another <laughs> massage therapist to just keep that in. Cause you know, the analogy I made to myself was, I told you the same thing, you know, if you think about a car, think about if you never took your car to get maintenance and you ran like 70,000 miles on it, you'd be like, you're bound to find some shit fucked mm-hmm. up versus like, you know, although I'm young, I have been lifting for seven years now and sure I stretch, I actually do a really good job since like day one of warming up stretching, but it's not the same as getting actual deep tissue work and, you know, taking a look under the hood uh, so to speak. It sucks because that should be just as much or just as important as the lifting, as recovery. Yeah. Well, you know, you you read it in, like, textbooks and you hear people say it, but it doesn't really click. But you don't grow in the gym. No. You literally get smaller in the gym. You atrophy. Yeah. But it's the time away from the gym, the time of resting, eating. That's where you actually grow and get bigger. It sounds so counterintuitive. Uh, and, it, and you understand it when you read it. But, but like, no, it doesn't lift these weights, yeah, it doesn't, bro. It doesn't, yeah, feel right, you know. Until you get to the point where lately it's been for me, I had like, once I got on TRT, I had like a two, three week period where I felt fucking great. And then slowly, I think it's just from stress mainly, but I had Austin Michael pop my back. My back's still fucked up. We're blaming him. We're suing. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I got him to crack my back on the floor. Shouldn't have because it was a rig. Well, and, you know the uh, floors aren't flat. Here. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's why my spine. So you and him are getting sued. But uh, yeah, so I actually had a massage too a few days ago, and it, it loosened it up a little bit, but it's still stiff as fuck. I wake up three times throughout the night, like immobile, like can't move my shoulders, type so tight and fucked up. And I, I'm assuming you've obviously tried the balls out there as yeah, much the balls, as you can. Yeah, the balls. I'll wake up and immediately do like a ten minute yoga and Different like roll things, out yeah. shit, like this yeah. morning I did. And it's, it, it gets better as I move throughout the day. Yeah, it but makes sense. Throughout yeah. the night, I stiffen up like rigor mortis, just fucking, uh, and which Im- impairs me lifting weights. Like I can't lift any. So weight like right more now. like tightness. Yeah, 
Not like soreness? No, it's tight. Huh. Like, I can just tell the shoulder's like locked up and tight. Man. And not like the shoulder, it's the scapula that's the yeah. locked up part. So it, it fucks the shoulder up a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think if anything, you should try and do deep tissue work yeah. rather than the rolfing or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, the sad thing is, you know, I was talking to Alex out here, you know, before a physical therapist that comes. He, uh, you know, he made a good point. It's like... You, it's like peeling back layers of an onion. You're not going to fix it with one stretching no. session. It's going to have to be repeated and repeated and consistent work on it. And then eventually, you know, you can get to the inside. But it. I mean, I'm trying to be a realist with it because yeah. I'm like, hey, this is years of me not stretching. So you think one session or two sessions of yeah. stretching is going to loosen it up? Probably not. It's going to take a good amount of time to start cracking away at it. Yeah. And I th- plus, I mean, I think the fact, and this just goes for me being as immobile as possible has created imbalances, which only magnifies one side being tighter than the other. Yeah. It's fucked up, man. You know, with um, training, what I've uh, been thinking about recently... Quitting. Is, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> fuck all this lifting <laughs> shit, dude. No, but it's funny because... Uh, so I've been implementing some more stability and functional stuff, especially with legs, just to strengthen some areas that I feel like are... Maybe not causing the IT band issue, but are definitely limiting factors and like leading to some issues. But like I'll show you this one. Essentially, for those listening, it's a uh, kind of like a pistol squat, but I have a box set because I'm not doing a full pistol squat. So like a box single leg box squat basically, and I also have a, a mini band set above the knee. So I'm almost thinking about pushing out a little bit. But dude, I was struggling so hard this morning doing it, and you'll see me adjust so many times. A little bit. It's not really the strength per se, but almost the stability. And I'm also trying to come down on the single leg as well. You're trying to stay square as well. I'm trying to stay tell. square. And, and that when here's to, the big thing. You off. A lot of people, like our clients probably per se, would be like, oh, I can do this. And their hips are just going to move. Yeah. You want to keep your hips square because it's so easy to like tilt. To tilt and lean. But it's like, no, 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 that's the problem. Like, yeah. Yeah. So trying to do that um, along with some other stuff that I've done. And uh, I can feel I'm getting better. And I actually filmed it today so I could look a few weeks later and be like, okay, here's the progress. Uh, but... You know, you do so much lifting and leg press, hack squat. I mean, I do plenty of free weight stuff, too, over the years. But it's just not the same as functional work. Do you, you know what I mean? Listen to this. Oh, fuck. 2015? Probably 16 at the latest, but definitely 15. You cross. No, <laughs> I could do a pistol squat on both feet. Like, one, I could do the Damn. leg and I could do it. There's no way I could do it right now. No. But it, y- if you were to ask people I worked with back in 2015... Yeah. I could do pistol Damn. squats on both foot. There's no way I could. No. That's just you, your ankle you, wouldn't let you. Your hips wouldn't let you. You just mentioning that, I was like, "Damn, I yeah. used to be able to do a pistol squat." I, there's no way I could do one right now. No. Holy fuck. Yeah, it's tough because you know for years and even now, like I want to be that big motherfucker. I want to be. I want to. I want people to look at me and have a you know big back, big legs, strong yeah. guy. But at the same time, I'd rather be that fucking functional. 170 pound like lean motherfucker that's strong too that can do things because people are still gonna think you're big people the average person is still gonna think you're big yeah and i look at people that i think you know aren't 280 yeah i look at people that are like leaner that are like technically smaller that aren't bodybuilders but i'll still be like damn that's a great physique yeah so my mind is shifting and letting some things go i still think because of my lifting past and the lifting i still will always do i'm bound to have a strong back and legs i'm never gonna look tiny but I'm almost letting go of some of these like strong ties I have um, to those old ambitions, you know. But I've been ch- doing that, and then I told Maddie, I'm getting bored of shoulder and arm days. I do chest and back, legs, shoulder and arm day split, do it twice a week. But I'm getting bored of shit on those days. But at the same time, I want to still have big arms. So what I'm thinking about doing is doing my legs, chest and back, shoulder and arms. And I've been making my second leg day kind of like heavy deadlifts and then some functional stuff. But here's where I'll switch it up is I'll do a uh, um, an upper body, like a full upper body on like Saturday instead of just chest and back. And I'll throw in obviously some like arm supersets after that. And then on Sunday, make it like a full functional day. So bring out the sandbag, the tire, um, kettlebell. I want to get more into kettlebell stuff, you know, uh, doing more snatches, cleans, um, all kinds of shit, you know. But I just feel like it's not only going to make me more well-rounded and healthy overall, but I think it'll make me a better runner, too, you know, once I get kind of fully back to it. Because I've been running, progress has been going really well. I've been recovering and healing with the high T-band. It's been feeling great. But it's kind of like I always just feel like I'm walking on eggshells, I think I told you, just to keep things <laughs> in check, 
not regress. Yeah. It's just kind of nerve-wracking, but, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just want to feel good, man. Yeah. I'm at this point now. Well, I know you're in the same boat. I feel like neither of us have been, like, 100% in a while. Not at all. Yeah. Well, I got some pretty cool news, uh, personal, I guess. Tell me. Something to talk about. Yeah. So, Saturday. I talk enough, dude. I went down Saturday morning, and I went down to the river property that we've been working on, which, uh, getting, like... It had a weird point, like a good like month, to where I was like, are we making any fucking progress with this place? Like, you know, you go down there and you'd be like, we spent eight hours down here, but did we really get anything done? We were. It's just like, it's real clutter on the inside of the house because we've been painting every single room, so everything's like shoved in the middle of each room. So it's like, when you walk in there, it's a fucking mind fuck. But uh, this past weekend, some was out a good bit. Grass is fucking growing a little bit, which I realize may or may not stick around because it's like very, very young grass, but uh, the sun could burn it up. But just seeing everything, walls are painted on the inside for the most part, except the living room. And it's like, man, all right, so things are coming together. Then we had one of the biggest next moves for the house, which is getting that trailer ripped out. We had the contractor come back down for the final, marking everything, the trees, the trailer, the pool. Everything that we wanted ripped out and nailed down on price and whatnot. And it should be done, hopefully, Wednesday or Thursday of this week. You know, this kind of ties back to what we talked about earlier, where, you know, you could easily look at that and not, you know, see the end. Yeah. But, you know, in due time, keep chipping away, chipping away, yeah. and then eventually you can see over that hill. That's yeah. what my, my mom and I were talking about. Well, my mom— Because I've seen it. It has come along. Yeah. Like, it's come a long way. Along. Yeah. And my mom, she was the one that brought it up. She was like— I feel like the past like two weeks are we she asked me, she was like, Are we getting anything done? <laughs> I was like, Yeah. So I was like, and plus, even though they might not be mountain moving, the fact that we're putting in those eight hours here, those six hours there, or just going down there in general and doing something, that's taking away from us just not doing anything and then having to deal with it three months from now. You know? Yeah. Cause we could be like, Oh, well, since it's not ready to rent right now, we shouldn't even do any work. No, it's mm -hmm. let's do what we can while we can. Mm -hmm. If we have free time, let's go do it knock it out mm -hmm. so come two months from now or a month and a half from now when it's ready to rent we aren't sitting like oh shit our pants mm -hmm. are down and we need to paint everything or we need to do the little the little mm -hmm. tweaks here and there yeah you so, weren't ready to rock and roll yeah but anyways i took some before and after videos of the tra well before videos of the trailer and whatnot and i just yeah. gonna th I, I really think it's gonna be a, a big transition for that property for because sure. it's such an eyesore when you walk down there it's mm -hmm. like oh fuck we're in bumville yeah but uh, yeah, big big deal because it's a uh, the trailer's been there for at least the late '60s, early '70s, and uh, it's just gonna open up so much down there. Yeah, I think it'll be a big thing for. I mean, I've obviously seen the progress, and I knew it had I knew it had potential. Mm -hmm. But you're absolutely right. Like seeing that trailer and seeing you know before you got there all the debris and mm -hmm. just bullshit there, it's hard to really see any value in it at no. first you know uh but you know it's and you know you know the cool thing too that i don't know if you really thought about is all the like diy lessons you've probably learned along yeah. the way you know a ton. and you know we, we've already kind of started to visualize and plan some things for our uh you know home and i'm kind of realizing there's a lot of diy stuff i'm going to learn along the way and i'm looking forward to and it's because uh, it's almost like and I'm, I mean, we, we both obviously have jobs. We have income coming in. But it's like, well, we could pay somebody to come in and fix this one little thing. Or I could just bite the bullet and learn how to do it. And it would be yeah. a skill that I'll have. And where it's, that's money we can put towards something else. You know, and it's just yeah. everybody goes through that in their own lives. With it's whatever, definitely a money thing. But I almost think of it even more as like, like you said, just having like life skills yeah. and having these basic skills. And it definitely like saves you time. It saves you money. It gives you a sense of pride, too. Yeah. Um, like I almost wish I could just, you know, like, like Neo in the matrix download, uh, Rich's skills yeah. with DIY. I mean, this man has Bob built like builder. a barn. He's yeah. done like, I mean, he, I guarantee you, you gave him the resource. He could build a house by hand Yeah. and like do the plumbing, probably almost do the electric too, all this yeah. shit. Like he, he just knows his stuff and you know, there's no, there's no secret. He didn't watch enough YouTube videos. He just knew my experience by listening to other people. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, his dad and, and coworkers and friends are all, you know, blue collar dudes that yeah. just knew this stuff. And uh, you only learn by doing, you know, so. I almost have, like, I had this deep in my, the back of my brand. It's like, man, if for some reason I wanted to pivot 
not that I'm that it's in my thoughts of pivoting out of this, but it's like, man, what if shit hit the fan and like I had to discontinue doing any supplemental training or whatever? I would I would definitely learn something to do with my hands. Like even though I don't want to do physical physical labor, I'm not talking about like digging holes and shit. And people pay for but handyman like, work yeah, at night. Like the, all these, contra- talk about these contractors jobs. are coming in, they're making loot. Yeah. Because they're coming in, and it's not, I mean, yeah, the, some of the works I'm sure are going to be intricate and hard. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they do make they're loot. getting paid. They're getting fucking paid. And it's like, well, shit, man. That's the move. Because you have all the leverage. You have the skill. You well, have it's like the know-how. The, like the people you know? that came in here, and they were going to quote us like $800 to put in the water fountain. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like uh, no, it's fine how it is, actually. But there's plenty yeah. of suckers that are going to be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Absolutely, more? Yeah. dude. So, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, no blue collar work, auto mechanic shit. Because the, the more lazy, not not everybody's lazy, but there's a lot of people that want to skip the blue collar, the the roll up your sleeves work type shit, get a little dirty. Yeah. And I think that's going to be a gap with like the next yeah. generation. Yeah, it definitely could be because as di- as digital as things get, there's plenty of stuff that cannot be digital. Yeah. And that will always need to be, you know, fixed and adjusted and things like that, you know. Yeah. That's a good point. Anyways. Yeah, so I'm um, hopefully give you all an update with that within the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, what's up with the I don't I, I don't know if it's just because people are a certain age or what, with all these bodybuilders dying, dude. Oh, Cedric yeah. too. I mean, apparently they knew there was some complication he had in December, so yeah. he kinda knew something was kinda going downhill. And, you know, I'm obviously not under the belief that, oh, steroids are killing people. You know, obviously they play an effect for sure, but it's not just that. But it is weird, man, that, you know, because some things like Louis Simmons, he was he was an old bastard. Yeah, like, he dude, was getting to he, it. He had a long run. But there's just been so much death recently in the bodybuilding community. There it's has. been like, it's, I don't know, it's been a little, like, troubling. It's tough to see it. It's like tribute post after tribute almost, you know? Yeah. It could be a combination of a few things, but... I mean, deep down, besides the drugs, the PEDs, like, bodybuilding, are, like, to that level is pretty intensive on your body, you know? Yeah. The amount of foods you have to eat, the calories. And I don't know if people—I don't really think people claim this, um, so it's not like I'm, like, having an aha moment. But I think <coughs> the same goes for any—I can't say for any sport. But uh, for bodybuilding and even, like, to powerlifting as far as, like, joints and things, like, these sports at high levels are not healthy. No. Like, sure, having, muscle, like, resistance training is healthy, so, like, some of the premises of it is, but when you take it to an extreme, you have 800 pounds on your back for reps, th- your joints, I don't care. It's not good for your joints, you and know? on top of that, they're doing that weighing 300 pounds, 350 yeah. Yeah. pounds. That's a lot in general just to carry just around. Just to carry around with I mean, you, yeah. If, if let's say forget about the muscle mass, just three hundred pounds of a fat person or a, a yeah. lean body person, you'd be like, oh damn, they're not going to live that long. Well, it's a lot to carry around, but it's it's the hardest part is for your heart <coughs> to pump blood through yeah. that much muscle tissue. One hundred percent, you know, because it needs oxygen. Absolutely, even more than a fat person. Even more, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's unfortunate because it, I mean maybe it is some underlying health thing that he had going on, but he was a little. I mean, you shouldn't be dying at forty, forty whatever he yeah. was, but. And he was a little bit older, and he'd been competing for a long time. So it's a lot of preps, a lot of diuretics. I would have expected what. Dexter, if anybody. You know, Dexter's oh, yeah. been through it. But I think he, he's big, but he's always been like that. He's been like, consistent. Consistent. He's, he's never, never like, he's never. Up. Yeah, he's never, he never like. He gets super out of shape either. That's what I mean. He's never forced it in one direction or the other. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he's played the long game in a smart way. But at least with bodybuilding or any of those extreme sports, it's like, hey, you got a lifespan in that. you got a good yeah. eight-year run. you got to get in get and get, get out. Kinda, get in, yeah. get out, and if you ain't got it, don't even push it. It is it is wild, though, man. It's, it's kind of, you know, it could be scary, but fortunately none of us are, at least me and you aren't pushing to that level of no, intensity. we're, we're uh, fucking amateur pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at everything we um, do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, it is scary, though, to just have something like that happen. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, man. I think uh, I th- I feel better knowing that I'm getting more consistent blood work. And who knows w- the mm. background of him and all these other people, whether they yeah. were getting supervision or not. Oh, my blood work came back clean. Oh, good? good. Yeah. yeah. What's your test looking like? I don't think they d- did. T- I was kind of hoping they did. Yeah. But no, I, I think it was just they only did it for like uh, cholesterol, metabolites, cholesterol, whatever the hell, that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. 
I was hoping it came back to like you know you're like an X Men or something oh, like that. Fuck. You know, I'd be like yeah. sick. I we knew need, it. We need to, this guy to give samples. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. science. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that I, it feels good though. Doesn't it feel good? It's like man. Yeah. There, I mean, yeah. even though you didn't realize, you didn't think there's something wrong. It's just yeah. something like oh, it is I'm good. good to know. I'm taking care of myself. Well, that's the thing too. Is I feel like. I feel like my ducks in a row recently, besides being slightly injured, but I, I, you know, doing the right things, I'm getting better. I feel like because of this, failures and issues in your life are are what you make them. Obviously, you can't alter the past, but you can learn from it to improve your future. And I'm learning from these mistakes. It's frustrating, embarrassing, human, frustrate, whatever the hell, annoying that these are. I'm taking those lessons and and applying better things to my life. So what I mean is, you know, been taking turmeric, you know, pretty consistently now. I'm having like a fruits and greens supplement. I'm having a multivitamin. Uh, I'm doing yoga twice a week. I'm doing more of these functional movements. You know, a lot of these things you would have no reason to make these positive changes in your life unless you had issues arise. Yeah. And so uh, you know, I'm taking those things. I feel, I feel great. I feel healthy. I have that peace of mind that I feel like I'm doing the right things. I'm um, putting the right supplements and foods in my body. And, uh, yeah, it feels good to feel like you're, I don't know, you're in good hands. You're just doing it right. I don't know. Yeah. It, it feels better for me, even though I'm, I'm not out of the woods, but it's like, at least I'm taking the steps like you're mm-hmm. saying, you know, I don't know. feels good, man. Yeah. Um, I just need to get, I need to speak in yoga. I need to do some. I'm, a, I'm not going to lift today. I lifted yesterday, uh, so I think that's what sparked my back up a little bit more. But Tell you, man, got to make it routine. You'll fucking yeah. do it. Because I took a big old Epsom salt bath last night, and I, my tub's so small, I had to have my legs <laughs> hanging out the sides. I was like, yeah, I was like, you ain't going to fit in that. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I had my legs uh, hanging out the sides and uh, just laid up under up under the water for a good bit, man, and got out of that, hit my shit with the electrodes. I don't know if you've ever – you ever used a TENS unit? you got to get one. 30 no. bucks. It – will blast your shit. You can put it on your legs, back. Put it on your nuts. Put it on your nuts. <laughs> put it on that muscle, the <laughs> cock muscle down there. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's best investment now that I've had this going on because you can't really get your own back. But so what is the idea of it? Because I thought of it always as like a therapeutic thing for if, you're, if your nerves are having issues because it's more like muscle stimulation, right? Yes. Through your electrodes. But I have these muscles that are very tight and like tense. They're locked. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... You can yeah. almost feel them. They're like ropes back so, there. So is the idea this to stimulate them to release To them? release, yeah. Okay. So I shock them, and, and I do this one. You could do the two settings that I've been using, I feel like have worked the best for loosening my back. After I do it for 10, 15 minutes, hmm. I feel loose for a good hour or two. And then yeah. as the day goes on, I continue to do things or whatever. Hmm. I just guard it, and it starts to tighten back up, which yeah. I need to work on that. But this locks those muscles up and then releases them, like hmm. forcibly locks them because i mean when, when it's naturally tight like you can only do but so much yeah. stretching to get it to loosen up but these electrodes just fucking send a pulse through it mm. tightens them up even more and when it goes to let them go you feel them re- relax almost uh, okay like it shocks them to the point that they get even tighter for a second yeah i relax. guess that makes sense because you know it's almost like uh i think it's called pnf was like we learned in um uh in like physical therapy this program i went through basically it's like you know you're almost like forcing some tightness and then like releasing forcing yeah. some tightness and then like releasing and like doing that through some like repetitions kind of allows yeah. the muscle to relax so that th- there is some sense to that yeah, yeah. the tens units you know obviously automatic so it just does that for however long you want 10 yeah. 15 up to 30 minutes and it'll just tense hold 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 and then it relaxes them and you can hit that or it has a also like an automatic one to where it just sits there and slowly like mm-hmm twitches your shit it's almost like a massage a little bit and i'll hit that one after but uh it's it helps for relief i don't know if it, it's probably not fixing anything but it gives yeah. me relief when i can't really get shit done yeah yeah it certainly has its value but uh yeah man i guess last update uh for yeah, myself is update. i've been biking yeah been cycling well i remember you went last week you go again recently yeah good i went around here a little bit too and I think uh, I saw that, that was a yeah. short ride, like a little yeah. three or four mile ride. But uh, I, I enjoyed that, man. And the first time I rode, I rode without headphones. It's the first time I've ridden outside without headphones because I didn't have any. I told you, it's nice sometimes. It was nice. And I feel like for my first day back doing that, just hearing the, the gears mm. click, 
hearing the wind, hearing mm-hmm. some people talking, hearing the tire hit some of the shit. It, it's a different experience. I don't know. You get a little bit like your mind actually wanders a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. Your wine. Mi- yeah. I feel like I'm almost less bored and I can wander more when I have no music. Yes. Now, if I was going for much longer than I did, maybe I'd want a little tune to pick me yeah, up. Yeah, or podcast. Because I did about an hour, hour and a half um, that ride. And I was like, uh, if I would have went another half an hour, I'd probably need some tunes to pick me up. But uh, it was good, man. It felt good. Beautiful day. So I'm excited to get back out there a little bit and take it take it one step at a time. Yeah. The last thing I'll say about with me running, because I know people don't care, <laughs> is uh, so my run's been better. Um, like two weeks ago, I did 17 miles. Um this last week, and I've just been sticking to three days and just slowly increasing the mileage. This week was uh, this past week was 16 miles, which included two six-mile runs. Yeah, and I was able to do both of those with no no breaks, no walking breaks. I haven't really done any walking breaks, which sometimes I'll do either scheduled or sometimes if I just get a little bit nervous, like hey, did I feel something in my knee? Did I feel something in the IT band area? I'll walk for like you know uh, a quarter mile or less and then pick it back up. Um, but uh, this week I'm gonna do four tomorrow, eight Thursday. And then, or either eight Thursday and then six Saturday or switch that. But just keeping it, again, just like slow and controlled. Uh, You know, I was telling you this weekend or whenever I last saw you, it's like every run I build up a little bit more confidence to where I'm not worried about it. But there still is that, you know, every time I extend a little bit more than I have in a while, I'm just just so nervous. I'm like almost watching every step, every stride, just waiting for that, you know, it band to like hurt or twinge and you know it's it's just i want to go into runs worried about my performance or workout not worried about like injuring myself yes and i just i can't wait to get back to it um and i just i'm trying to stay in the positive mindset that my recovery my return and me running these races i want to is inevitable it may not be this year it may not be like you know easy to get there but I'm just staying under the impression that it's inevitable. Yeah. So, anyway. I got to pee. This has been a good show. Yep. And uh, hopefully you guys got some motivation, got some information. You figured out how you 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 flick or drain your your dicky do. And uh, it was a good time. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for supporting and reaching out when we had that hiatus. But we'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. Until next time, keep moving forward. See ya. See ya.